Hi there, lovely lady. Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm so glad you're here. This is a podcast for the busy mom who wants to find some extra joy in her day. In eight minutes or less, I will share my own words of encouragement for you and some God-inspired words of wisdom. When I have fabulous guests to share with you, you'll hear an inspiring interview in 20 minutes or less. I like to keep it short and sweet, actionable and encouraging. Let's get started. Hi friends, welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie, and this is the second Women of the Word. Um, These episodes are released on Fridays, and we are reviewing the upcoming readings for Sunday Mass. And so this is Women of the Word number two. And we are looking ahead to Sunday, March 15th. This is the third Sunday of Lent. And these readings are pretty long. I'm going to try to read them a little quickly, but you can go back and reread them yourself. And then I'll have a quick takeaway for the gospel like I did last week. And this is what we will do on Fridays to prepare our hearts and minds for Mass on Sunday and just really get into the Word and read the Word, listen to the Word, think about God's Word. I think that's really important for us to do. So the first reading is from Exodus 17, verses 3 to 7. In those days, in their thirst for water, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, Why did you ever make us leave Egypt? Was it just to have us die here of thirst with our children and our livestock? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? A little more, and they will stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go over there in front of the people, along with some of the elders in Israel, holding in your hand as you go, the staff with which you struck the river. I will be standing there in front of you on the rock in Horeb. Strike the rock, and the water will flow from it for the people to drink. This Moses did in the presence of the elders of Israel. The place was called Massa and Meribah, because the Israelites quarreled there and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord in our midst or not? The word of the Lord. The psalm is Psalm 95. If today you hear his voice, harden not your hearts. Come, let us sing joyfully to the Lord. Let us acclaim the rock of our salvation. Let us come into his presence with thanksgiving. Let us joyfully sing psalms to him. Come, let us bow down in worship. Let us kneel before the Lord who made us. For he is our God, and we are the people he shepherds, the flock he guides. Oh, that today you would hear his voice, harden not your hearts as at Meribah, as in the day of Massa in the desert, where your fathers tempted me. They tested me, though they had seen my works." The second reading is from Romans chapter 5, verses 1 to 2 and 5 to 8. Brothers and sisters, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand, and we boast in hope of the glory of God, and hope does not disappoint, because the love of God has been poured out into our heart through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. For Christ, while we were still helpless, died at the appointed time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person, though perhaps for a good person one might even find courage to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The word of the Lord. The gospel is from the gospel of John, chapter 4, verses 5 to 42. 
Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus, tired from his journey, sat down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. His disciples had gone into the town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink? For Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, If you knew the gift of God, and who is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go call your husband and come back. The woman answered and said to him, I do not have a husband. Jesus answered her, You are right in saying I do not have a husband, for you have had five five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I can see that you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that the place of worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father, neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one speaking with you. At that moment, his disciples returned and were amazed that he was talking with the woman, but still no one said, what are you looking for? Or why are you talking with her? The woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, come see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Christ? They went out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, My food is to do the will of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say in four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, look up and see the fields ripe for the harvest. The reaper is already receiving payment and gathering crops for eternal life so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For here the saying is verified that one sows and another reaps. I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work, and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified. He told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there two days. Many more began to believe because of his word, and they said to the woman, We no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Because this is a long gospel, I just want to really quickly leave you with a short thought. Actually, two things. First of all, St. 
um, Mother Teresa of Calcutta said, we need to think about Jesus's thirst for us and the phrase, I thirst. What does that mean? What is Jesus thirsting for? He thirsts for a relationship with you. And so meditating on Jesus's thirst for us is super powerful and beautiful. So just thinking that phrase, he said, I thirst. So that's the first thought. And then briefly, I just want to talk about this living water, the idea of living water and how Jesus is pouring himself out for us when he is crucified and the um, centurion pierces his side and outflows water, living water. The term living water means it's moving like a stream. So this is living water. He literally sacrificed his whole self, his body, so he could pour out living water for us so that we could be saved. So let's think about Jesus's sacrifice on the cross and how he is pouring himself out for us so that we can have living water, so we can be redeemed. So let's really think about how Jesus is thirsting for us, how he wants to spend time with us, and how he is the one who's giving us living water. And he's the one who's sustaining us every day and allowing us to find joy in our everyday life. Be blessed and have a wonderful weekend. Thanks for being here. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into 500 Seconds to Joy. I hope you enjoyed your time here today and leave feeling a little more joyful in your day. If you want to know every time I come out with a new episode, click subscribe on the Apple Podcasts app. Also, if you could do me a huge favor and write a review and rate the podcast, that would be so helpful. It helps us podcasters get noticed and I can talk to more lovely people just like you. You can also follow along on my journey on Instagram at 500 seconds to joy podcast. That's 500 seconds to joy podcast for all of this and more check out my show notes. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.